Moments with Andy, the podcast. Brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show. My name is Andy. Thanks for spending a moment here with me. It is Friday, June 5th. In the news a little bit, uh, Harvard. We'll chat about Harvard here a bit. My alma mater, I'm just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Didn't make it to Harvard. I didn't even apply because didn't want to travel that far. Wanted to stay in California, and they wouldn't accept me. And with that said, the reason Harvard's in the news here had their hat in hand a little bit, not really. Hedge fund billionaire, the story mentions from the Crimson.com, uh, hedge fund billionaire John Paulson, giving Harvard University $400 million, largest gift in the Ivy League University's history. So he graduated, not surprisingly, from Harvard back in 1980 from the Harvard Business School. Now, of course, has gone on to do quite well. And he is catching a little bit of heat here, which I I understand. I, I don't think I would give him quite the same amount of heat, but um, he's donated this money to the Harvard School of Engineering and Applied Sciences. Sounds kind of cool. Which is kind of surprising, too. If he graduated from their business school, I would have assumed he would have donated money back to the business school. But uh, he must think engineering and applied sciences is where it's at, or they could use the money the most. So anyways, folks are hitting him a little hard for donating money to an already pretty well-off, pretty rich Ivy League school. Now, I'm not really one of those folks, because, look, if anybody wants to give money away, I think that's already kind of a win. If they want to give it to already rich universities, rich institutions, organizations, whatever. Okay, I mean, maybe it'd be nicer if it went somewhere that needed the money a little bit more, but hey, they're still giving away for free. So, as they say, gift horse, mouth, that whole thing. However, what would be kind of interesting to do is, with Harvard, and and this is where folks are digging, they're like, look, Harvard's going to do just fine without your money. It helps. It's going to do something. But, you know, the students there probably already have um, top-of-the-line campuses and what have you, uh, faculty, and all that. So they've probably already got, if not the best of the best, close to the best. So if you're going to be giving away $400 million, folks are saying, maybe give it to a school that doesn't even have $400 million. And maybe you can actually help a lot of students or a university or campus. You can lift them up a lot more than giving a rich university just a little bit more money. Okay? And again, I get that, but hey... If you're giving money away, you get to give it wherever you want. Would it be nice if he, you know, maybe just gave $300 million to Harvard? Gave $100 million to HSU? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, too. But, again, he didn't attend HSU. So, does he deserve to be dinged and hit for this? No, I don't think so. He has every right to give money to Harvard. And perhaps he thinks that most of the reason he made all his money is because of his attendance at their business school. Then maybe it's his way of kind of paying it back a little bit. Would it be nice if you gave it to more deserving universities? Sure. But hey, look, I'm a hundredaire. I've got a feeling a billionaire is not going to be listening to a hundredaire. He probably knows things that I don't, if I had to guess. And I'm not sure I actually want to know what those are. (laughs) Let me know what you think. Andy at KWPT.com Reading about some new... Uh, we'll say restrictions, perhaps, some new standards being put into place by the Cleveland Police Department. Been a whole kind of thing going on there. Don't want to get into that too much. But some controversial shootings, we'll say. We'll just leave it right there to avoid much controversy. But they've got some new strict standards that they have put into place, I think, on request of the... Yeah, 
Sorry, as part of a settlement with the Justice Department this week, the Cleveland Police Department will now prohibit police officers from firing warning shots, especially if they end up in people's backs, I'm sure, and as well, using force against suspects for talking back, which I think that's good. Now, it, you know, you've got to deal with a bunch of crap, of course, and if somebody's talking back to you, you know, that sucks, and it's unfortunate part of the job, but, you know, to, like, slam their head into something or beat them, probably not the best way around it, and, as well, they can no longer pistol whip suspects. Now, this I was curious about because, hey, if it's self-defense, I get it. You gotta pistol whip somebody sometimes, but it sounds like this is just in general, like, hey, you know, if, um, you guys can stop pistol whipping suspects, that'd be a good thing. So at least nice to have this down in writing. I have a hard time believing that it was okay before that just to pistol whip suspects. But hey, sometimes you got to write stuff down, and we'll just call this a step forward, perhaps. Technology, as we know, makes life much easier in many respects. Sometimes can make it a little bit more complicated, but in essence... A lot of tasks can be accomplished by electronic devices, gadgets, technology, freeing us up to be enslaved by other <laughs> other technological devices, and as well, some technology freeing up, um, or should I say, handling tasks that, well, we never thought were that odious to begin with. Uh, one here is a smart doorbell made by, I guess there's a couple of companies that make this. Now, what a smart doorbell is... It's a combo of a doorbell and a camera. So apparently what it is, when somebody rings the doorbell, I don't, I actually don't know if they have to ring it for the camera to work, but on your smartphone, you can see who's at your door. And especially if you hear the doorbell ring, then you can pop on your smartphone and see who's at the door. And this mentioned in an article here from Fortune Magazine, it says it lets homeowners see who is at the door, quote, and respond verbally. So I must have some sort of speaker as well. So giving instructions, they say, to a delivery person bearing a package becomes a breeze. End quote. So somebody shows up with a package, they show up with pizza, they ring the doorbell. You don't even have to talk to them in person. If you want to leave a tip for the pizza person, that's probably a nice thing to do. But you can just talk to them through your phone, say, hey, thanks so much, you can leave it on the door, leave the package on the door, we're all good, and they'll take off. So... In case you ever thought walking to the door was too difficult, this might be for you. And this might be a nice way to get out of giving the pizza delivery person a tip. You can say, oh, thanks for bringing the pizza. Sorry, I'm in the shower or I'm in the bathroom. I won't be out for 15 minutes. You're welcome to hang around for a tip. Otherwise, and they'll probably drop the pizza off. Well, I guess you got to pay for it somehow, right? So anyways, technology, yes, making life easier, freeing up our time a little bit. And as well, on one hand making us incredibly lazy when walking to a door is too much, well, leave it to technology. This has been Moments with Andy, the podcast, brought to you by 100.3 and 102.7 The Point and The Night Show. Like this podcast? Well, don't be ashamed, be proud. Tell a friend or post a comment in the iTunes store. Every little bit of help, well, helps. Moments with Andy is made possible by a generous grant from the Horace P. and Nancy R. Shakey Foundation.